Welcome to A Teaspoon of Healing, where we explore the pathways to wellness and vibrant living. Listen to personal stories of healing and interviews with experts. It's time to open a doorway to healing in your life through positive changes. Here is your host, Dawn Damari. Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. This is episode 11 of the podcast. This episode is part two of our two-part series about Reiki. Today, I'll be chatting with Joe from Phoenix, Arizona. He is a Reiki practitioner who is a former fraud investigator. So he's going to be talking about his career change and his adventures into Reiki. And we'll also be chatting about how to do distance Reiki and a lot more. If you want to learn more about this podcast, visit my website, teaspoonofhealing.com. You can listen to previous episodes, download show notes and transcripts, and read my blog. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein. And before we get into our interview, let's hear from one of our sponsors, Golf Tours. Hi, this is Goff, owner of Goff Tours, specializing in stand-up paddleboarding or surfing lessons. I even do snorkeling. You can reach me here. Orange County has what you're looking for. You can contact me via email at gofftours at gmail.com or mobile number is 949-338-5937, gofftours.com. I'm Dawn Damari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. Well, today we have a guest with us, Joe from Phoenix, Arizona. Joe is a Reiki practitioner. Hi, Joe. Hi, Dawn. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for coming on the show. So, Reiki, how long have you been a Reiki practitioner, and how did you get into it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Reiki, less than a year. It's kind of weird how I got into it, but it's been amazing. It kind of came to me, and I think that's kind of how the Reiki works. It finds people. It definitely found me. It found me uh, on a camping trip with my family. I was up with my children, and my wife it was kind of weird. It was actually Mother's Day weekend. So we went up and just to see how it would go. And it got to a point where I was like, you know, I'm just going to take a little break, catch my breath, get away from it. We had just gone for a little family hike tired and night was coming and I was getting cold and I'm like, great, this will be a joy. <laughs> but anyways, I just started feeling really lethargic and short of breath. I don't know if I was having an anxiety attack or anything, but I looked up, saw a light. Yes, the sun was in the sky. The sun was out. It, this light was intensely bright hitting me. I just was in a place of, of I could stay or go. That's how I can describe it, I guess. And I just remember saying, I'm staying. You know, like, that's that's a no-brainer question. And from that moment on, I could feel some energy within myself. Not knowing what anything that I had just experienced, I just walked over to the campsite. And my wife thought I was up to something. And I just said, I need to sit down for a bit, catch my breath, and recuperate. And that, that was that story. So anyways, 
I was able to get through the night, <laughs> figure out I was okay. I didn't know what happened. And I kind of questioned it. And it just went from there. I could feel some energy in my hands. And I was able to work with it in ways that I never knew I had or could. At that point, never even heard of Reiki. Went back to work the following week or the next week, the Monday, and was Googling energy hands. Somebody sitting by me at the office said the word Reiki, and I happened to be on a page reading about it. And I was like, what? And she, yeah, my friend knows Reiki. So I got connected with the friend like that same day. She happened to work at the same facility. So I got to go talk to her and say, what the hell? And she's like, yeah, you got Reiki. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, what? I had no idea. There are classes. You can go get attuned and learn more about it. So I, I was like, heck yeah, I signed up for it. Mostly so I could control it, it turn it off. It was it would just be on all the time. I was at work all the time, walking around and just feeling like I was floating. It was like a constant aphrodisiac high. It was intense. I it was weird. I didn't know. It wasn't it wasn't uh, ill intended. It wasn't evil. It was like wow. I love you. I love that tree over there, and I love everything. <laughs> it's like. I have to work, exist in this environment. People kept coming up to me and talking to me and spilling their guts at me. But I was able to respond to them in a way that maybe they needed to be responded to, which was really cool. And that's part of the Reiki, the energy. Anyways, I got attuned. And that night I went home. My wife's friend was over hanging out. Put my hands on her. I said, Reiki on, turn that thing on. And she felt, you know, she loved it say she fell in love with it. I fell in love with it because I knew it actually worked. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, this is it. This is it. Like I said to my wife, like, hey, I can leave my job and do this. <laughs> I'm 18 and a half years into a career. The weird thing is I packed up my desk the Friday before. So then it launched me into uh, fast forward half a year. I'm a teacher now. And I have a client base growing and I've been working Reiki in some events here locally in the Phoenix area market, like yoga style type things where energy is used in very loving and productive ways. And gee, I don't know. It's just taking me on this ride and it's been amazing. And I'm so I'm so glad you're on it with me. And of course, everybody out there listening, because we're, we're going to do some great things with it. And I'm super excited. You experienced the light. You had this energy in your hand and you went to work. And so you hadn't heard of Reiki before. And so you, you Googled it and then a cubicle mate or office mate told you what it was. So it wasn't anything that you were aware of before. Not at all. In the slight, I'd never heard of it. I never knew that people had, had experienced spiritual awakenings and such. I, this is all new to me. I worked in the insurance industry for a Fortune 500 company and for 18 and a half years, I believe it was 16 plus as a a fraud investigator <laughs> investigating organized groups of claimants, attorneys, medical providers, body shops, any groups of activity, which was awesome. And I had a great time doing it when we were able to do it. But the job got into numbers, data, and we weren't investigating after a while. And machines were doing the job. And I was getting paid a lot of money to do it. Okay. And no. It, it wasn't it wasn't right it wasn't the job that it was described to be anymore the it's almost like the reiki vacuum came and took me 
took me on this path of, wow, getting back to what I really like to do. And then the best part of that job was connecting with people and helping them through, you know, hey, you're in a car accident. That's scary. Oh, somebody's suing you. Oh, that's a scary time. But hey, guess what? It doesn't have to be because I'm your investigator on the case and I'm going to be with you every step of the way, right? So it's all part of that. Oh, that's great. And it seems like it came to you at, at the right time. Now, I interviewed last week another Reiki practitioner that lives in the town that I live in, Laguna Beach. And it's interesting to hear the different stories about how the Reiki came to you. So can you describe for our listeners that may have not heard the other episode or if they have and they're they're still more curious, what is Reiki and how does someone find a Reiki practitioner and what does it do for them? And you're right. It does find people when they need it at the right times, which is really cool. And I've seen that with people I've been connecting with on that level. So Reiki is universal life force energy. It's a Japanese word. Let it be known, energy hasn't, wasn't just started with Reiki. Uh, it was named by Dr. Mikao Usui in 1922. So it's fairly new in the sense of what it is, quote unquote, Reiki. But energy in the form that it is used, which is assisting others with love and healing themselves, I'm not a healer. I am the conduit. I can pull in a high vibrational frequency of energy because I've been attuned by a Reiki master. Not anybody can just go out and grab Reiki. Yes, you have energy. You have a field of energy with you. Reiki allows you, and a Reiki attunement by a master allows you to open up your vibrational frequency and it will go at a higher rate. And that is... The cool thing about it, because you can't just walk up to something, press a button and be higher vibe like that. But Reiki allows that frequency to expand and lengthen. It's very hard to explain on that in those terms. Most people who have Reiki feel more connected to themselves, to others, their environment, more loving. They feel more positivity. They, they find more flow. It's energy and it helps clear blockages. But Reiki, its sole purpose is the channeling of positive, loving energy light to balance, move, clear any negative energies or blockages which exist in your arc field and within your body because we're all made up of energy. We are matter. We are cells. We are life. And it moves those blockages and brings and brings in the loving energy, the positive light to allow those to clear your field and connect you with ultimately who you are. Yeah, that's really interesting. And you mentioned distance Reiki. Now I had a Reiki session, a couple of Reiki sessions in person here in my town. And I also had a distance Reiki session with you a couple yeah. of weeks ago. And it was amazing. And this is coming yeah. from someone skeptical about a lot of things. I didn't think, oh, how could that be done over the phone? And I've actually never met you in person, talked to you on the phone a lot, but I've never met you in person. And it worked. Tell our listeners a little bit more about that, about distance Reiki. I was as, as skeptical as anyone or is, okay. And former fraud investigator, come on, bull crap. But think about right now. Right now we're connected. And how is that? A signal, right? Right. That is energy, okay? What, what's the difference between that 
And what we did here with a distant session, there's really nothing because we're, we're connected and we can even connect without, I know we did our session. I think we had the phones on speaker, but we could have done that with you hung up or me hung up mm -hmm. and you would have had a whole nice session when I started my Reiki business and I would do a session, a distant Reiki session just through messaging on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You know, how, how are you doing? And we could get to clear blockages through casual conversation, through messaging, words. Words are symbols. Symbols are everywhere. Words carry meaning. They carry energy. Mm -hmm. So the way it worked with us, which was really cool, we've done a verbal one where we just did a conversation. Mm -hmm. And we also did one where you got in a place where you were comfortable in your home. And I had a place where I was comfortable in my home. And I set up my table, my Reiki table, and I put, for lack of a better term, a dummy on the table with pillows through what I would typically go through in a session on these pillows connected to you through through the Reiki. So I would, it's almost like a guided meditation, if you will. We are connected at that level. And through that process, I am able to scan your aura, feel your chakras. I don't know if we've talked much about those or your audience knows much about those. They're the ports within your body where blockages may exist. And at the end, we would discuss those, what I felt, and you would discuss what you felt. And it's always fascinating to see how that experience goes for that person and what moves and what doesn't. When you say move, energy moves, and it may trigger an emotion. Might, you might want to cry. Some people cry. You might feel calm. You might want to you know, doze off, take a relax. It's a great for stress reduction and mm -hmm. anxiety. It's just fascinating how it all works, but it makes sense as energy simply knows no time or distance. Very bizarre. It's hard for me to explain. I really haven't had to explain it, so this is good for me to do it. Experience it. Try it. And I think you will be very, very surprised. Wonderful. And yeah, like I said, it, it actually did work. It removed some blockages and was all done through a distance. I think that's really awesome. And one day I wouldn't mind getting attuned, at least care for myself and my family. Yep. Level two. That's all, you know, that's all you, you would need to even practice at, have your own Reiki practice, I believe, is maybe depending on where you live. But once you're able to practice on others and if that's the route you want to go, of course, it's recommended you continue master. and get up to master. I think that'd be great. You go from there. I am a Reiki master teacher, but a student of everything. I don't, I'm not a master of Reiki. I'm a student. We learn together and it's very individualized. It's very specific. My style of teaching is it's yours. The Reiki is yours. It's you. It's your experience. Do what you want with it. Of course, as long as it's in a positive and loving light, mm. you can take Reiki and be a soccer player. You can take Reiki and do jujitsu, being good to you, right? You can self-Reiki. So Joe, what have you noticed that's different about this industry, about the healing arts, about Reiki than in your previous profession? In this industry, love is the driving force. And it's so cool to be a part of that. Uh, what about this industry? Oh, there, that there are actually bad seeds in, the, in these apples too. People that aren't coming from that good place or they got something weird going on. They, they may be in the healing arts, but the way I look at it, we're all in this together and it, we got to work together. I got the sense in some places, especially well-known healing places, the rivalry, the competition thing, which I don't know, man. I, to me, that's just bad energy and 
there's something amiss with that. So that really surprised me. Not many male Reiki practitioners. I most of my clients are female, and I'm a male, which is you know it's kind of weird. I you don't always place your hands on people. It can be like I said, we said or discussed uh, distantly or over the phone or however or hands over. It doesn't have to be hands on, but very few men do this. However, I'm finding the men. A lot of men are coming forward in this and doing this, this energy work and Reiki. And like, I'm, I'm feeling some energies coming from some dudes in the community and they have some awesome energy. They're coming. And I really see this going, there's going to be Reiki everywhere. They're going to be on every corner, like Baskin Robbins, I guess, in the future. And I truly believe that they're going to be centers where people can go basically get charged up because we have so much pulling from us on a daily basis. And I hate to blame those devices, but I'm gonna. We're surrounded in a lot of stuff that isn't the best for our vibrations, our, our electronic, our electromagnetic fields, however you want to term it. And it gets down to your emotional and spiritual levels. And we don't take that into account. And there's only one way to adjust that. And that's to raise your vib- vibrations through love and pos- positivity. You're taking in a lot of negative negativity in your environment. That's probably why you feel the way you do, and you're fighting it. So get some more love in there. We're constantly told we're not good enough by advertising. Pay attention to the the billboards and stuff. Really read them. Uh, the shows everybody's beautiful and looks perfect, and we're always trying to live up to this thing that just isn't real. If we start taking care of ourselves daily in a routine on a regular basis, try to. Feel what you're feeling and not be rushed all the time. Uh, however, some people meditate, pray, yoga, run, I don't know, do dishes and work through things. If you feel bad, feel bad. Cry, let it go. That's acknowledging an emotion. But guess what? Ask yourself why you feel bad. And then you get to find the solution and then it's not a problem. You don't have problems. The problem has you. You have solutions. You are the solution. Be you. That takes time it takes discipline but you got to practice it until it's automatic and if you start feeling irritable and people aren't wanting to be around you as hard as it sounds you know look in the mirror <laughs> you know feel yourself what are you putting out there i agree that's excellent and especially looking at yourself you know when you're feeling something bad about someone else which is natural to do because we've been conditioned to be envious what energy are you putting out and people are going to respond to that and as far as the advertising, you're, you're totally right. Everything you see, be like this and then somebody will love you. And you got to fill up that cup within yourself. Ask yourself what, what's important to you. What do you love? And you start there and you find ways to get that into your life. Because that is you. What you love is you. Because you're love. And that feeds you. It fills you. And you keep growing with it and you keep your field, your vibrational field actually grows. It vibrates higher. Your aura expands. When that thing goes, guess what? People want to be a part of that because it's love. It's good, right? Mm -hmm. We talk about protecting your vibe a lot with what I do and it's keeping it high by feeding it every day with whatever it is that makes you tick. So find out what you love and launch it. So Joe, thank you for joining us and I know you'll be back. You're really fun to talk to, and I I really enjoy the energy that you bring. Now, for listeners that are interested in distance Reiki, or if they live in the 
Phoenix, Arizona area, how can they get in touch with you to book a session? Call me or text me. 602-770-9397 is my phone number. Text, call, email. It's rootshug at gmail.com. R-O-O-T-S-H-U-G at gmail.com. Or on Instagram, H-Y-R Vibrations at H-Y-R. Hug Your Roots Vibrations. My company is Hug Your Roots. It's um, Healing, Understanding, Gratitude. And it's about what we just talked about, which is getting in there and loving that shit up. So Third Eye Supplies, you fly. I'm excited. Thank you, Dawn. Okay, I'll give out that Instagram again. And I'll also put it on my website. It's Higher Vibrations, H-Y-R, Vibrations. Absolutely. We run a lot through there. So if you're in Phoenix or anywhere, because we can connect anywhere, follow us and pay attention. We do a Reiki hike Thursdays at three. And other than that, check us out because we're doing stuff around town. It's super cool. But thanks again. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Teaspoon of Healing. If you have any questions for me or for Joe, visit my website, teaspoonofhealing.com. Click on contact, fill out the form, and I'll get back to you. While you're at my site, you can read the blog, listen to previous episodes, download show notes or transcripts. You can also reach me at facebook.com slash teaspoonofhealing or on my Instagram at teaspoonofhealing. And if you've subscribed to this podcast or listened to it on iTunes, please leave me a review and a star rating. I'd really appreciate it. Stay tuned next week on episode 12. We will have a guest, Jennifer Kaufman, who is a survivor of the Boston Marathon bombing. Her story of healing is so powerful. You won't want to miss it. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to A Teaspoon of Healing with Dawn Damari, your home for wellness and vibrant living. For more resources on wellness and vibrant living, visit us online at teaspoonofhealing.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein. 